nine. Nine? Okay. Um, ask me three questions about the Empire, and I will answer them. Okay. Um, is there a standard operating procedure for them? Do they... Like when they're moving through town. Um, okay, be more a little bit more specific. Are uh, there uh, things they do every day that I've seen them do? Mm, no. So the Empire is um, it's made up of tons of different types of people. Um, there is, I would say, you would you would know from your history a adherence to certain practices that are common. So um, order is very important to the Empire. You know that because the way that they build roads is very straight and narrow. Um, right? The, the way that they um, construct cities, the construction that you've seen in Thunderhold, whereas your, like the dwarves would have built more organically and started to tunnel this way and you know, found a big cavern that they could make a natural, uh, you know, temple out of. Uh, the Argentinians, when they took over and started building, it was like, tear all the stuff down that's in the way of my straight path. I'm going to build out very methodically. Okay. Okay. Um, have I ever seen the emperor? No. Do, I mean, okay. Um, third question. Third question. That's what a nine gets you. Huh? That's what a nine gets you. Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking of my last one, make sure I use it correctly. Yeah. Uh, is there anything that I know about Argentinian that people on the outside might not know? Yes. Um, your impression pre-war about the Empire was that... Um, they were a very proud nation, and they were benevolent. So they they sent um, aid to countries or nations that needed aid. Um, they um, essentially like the reputation that they have is one of like. Superiority, yes. Like, there's definitely like people know about uh, the the citizens of the empire that they f they think very highly of themselves, but they also have a reputation of being benevolent um, and and trying to spread what they believe is is a, a, a great way of life to the rest of the world, right? Um, so ha having lived through pre-war times, you would have kind of heard that that's, that was their mentality after they invaded after the war. Um, it did not feel like that at all. It felt like they, th there is, there's definitely, um, an image that they, they're portraying to the world, and then there's the reality of what happens on the ground, right? And so, um, 
if people get out of out of line with what the empire teaches or um, values, they're uh, silenced. Okay. Cool. Cool. Okay. I think that's my only question. Okay. Um, real quick, let me do one thing. Yodin. Yep. <clears throat> the journey from Thunderhold to the Summer Palace was slow and treacherous. There were a few close calls, and one in particular. A caravan of Empire soldiers stopped when they saw the smoke from your fire from the road, and a few guards came to investigate. Your lack of a brand, your silver tongue, and your ability to change your appearance got you out of a pinch that night. After that, you stuck mostly to the country, staying off busy roads and avoiding other people wherever possible. The Summer Palace was the most incredible city that you had ever seen above ground. The elegance and sophistication of the people was notable, and the stonework and craftsmanship of every building exceeded even the stories you had been told about the city. You learned pretty quickly, though, that the straight column-lined roads and immense verdant parks betrayed a dark secret of slave labor that had been used to construct this wondrous city. It wasn't all that difficult to stow away on the ship, just a matter of scoping out the port for a few days and observing the comings and goings from afar. The Empire ships were out of question, highly guarded with troops on every ship, but the occasional fishing vessel or freight ship came and went pretty much unnoticed. It was one of the latter that you snuck, away, snuck your way onto, the Prosperity. It flew the colors of the Voltaki Isles, though you didn't know the exact destination until your feet hit the beach of Whiteshore Harbor. As the warm sea breeze washes over you, it dawns on you that this is the first time since you were since before the war that you have stood on non-Empire land. So, okay. So we'll make some references of where these things might be. Thunderhold. Mm-hmm. Summer Palace. Okay. And... Summer Palace is where I got on the ship. Correct. White Shore Harbor. Cool. <clears throat> All right, so... As your feet hit the ground, um, you've convinced some of the workers on the ship that you certainly did belong there, and that meant some hard labor on the way, uh, on the journey, which took a significant amount of time. We're talking uh, over a week for the journey from the Summer Palace to um, Whiteshore Harbor. But uh, at last, you arrive, and... Um, the sea breeze feels nice, uh, combined with the hot summer sun. Um, you enter the city and, uh, you can choose what your next move is. So what would you do, Yudin? Um, I'd probably try to keep a low profile in case there's, uh, this might be part of the history thing, I don't know. Would I know any to notice any Empire people out in public? Would yeah. they 
potentially wear something special? Yeah, so um, being that the citizenry is um, diverse, there's not necessarily... It's not like the people of the Empire wear badges or, um, you know, certainly the military would. Uh, They they have uniforms and outfits that you would definitely recognize from your time in Thunderhold. I'd probably start walking along the coast and look for dwarves. Okay. Um, people that kind of look like me, see if I can find somebody to connect with. Sure. Make an investigation check. That is a 13. 13. Okay. Um, it takes you half a day. Um, you, you arrive in the early morning, your boat pulls into its slip, and as you're walking through the city, you definitely see um, a diverse um, uh, group of people on this island. It looks like, um, from what you can gather, people travel to this island for many, many different reasons, mostly commercial, but some um, move... Come to come to the island, and you see like as your ship arrives, two other ships kind of pull in at the same time, and one ship is like a, a freight vessel, and you see people unloading boxes. Another ship looks like almost a like a like a cruise ship, not not like we know it, but like you know the people that are getting off are um, dressed in in attire that's fitting for the climate, and there's a lot of excitement. You gather like these are tourists that are coming. And they seem to migrate south towards um, the southern beaches. Um, And in that group, you see a couple of uh, dwarves that are kind of, you know, conversing back and forth. Uh, You can certainly follow them if you want to. Okay. Um, Could I have my, can I use my disguise kit to try to look like a tourist and blend in with that group as much as possible? Yeah. So uh, let's call this... um, Deception? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll say deception is good. Okay. Say 13. 13, yeah. okay. Um, the garments that you're wearing currently are kind of the standard issue garb that, like, really coarse fabrics, right? Um, not necessarily uh, the, the type of thing that people wear, the people that have wealth wear. Um, and so you stick out a little bit, but you're able to modify your dress in such a way that, um, you know, if, if somebody saw you from 10 feet away, they probably wouldn't notice that you're uh, kind of mimicking their, their clothing. Okay, I want to, like, join into the group in the back end yeah. and try to go along. Is there, like, a guide or anybody talking and guiding these people, or are they just kind of moving? On the docks, you saw somebody, like, giving direction. Okay. Um, but you, you gather that they all have kind of their own destinations. Okay. Going to. I'm going to blend into the group and try to walk, and wherever I see the dwarves going, I'm going to try to, like, go in their direction. Okay. Make a perception check. Uh, 23. Mm-hmm. Nice. Okay. Um, as you're kind of tailing the dwarves, um, you hear... Uh, definitely a different accent um, from them that you're used to in Thunderhold. You gather that they're probably not from 
anywhere on your continent. You've never really heard this dialect before. Okay. Um, but you do overhear them excitedly talking and they're laughing and with a 23, I'll say the content of that conversation you get most of. And they're talking about um, their travels through Sharnholm, which is a, a city to the east. Okay. Um, and the performance that they witnessed in Sharnholm, in this, um, what seemed to be like almost a traveling circus, but that to their knowledge had been set up outside of Sharnholm for months now. Okay. Like they weren't traveling, they, they had everything they needed there. Um, they talked specifically about this charismatic leader uh, who tells stories and makes them come to life in front of their eyes. Uh, my peak, my interest is super peaked. Um, I'm gonna try to like walk up next to them and I'm just gonna walk alongside and be like, Charnholm, you say? Uh, I've heard of it. Can you tell me more? Make a general charisma check. Okay. Just let's see how these people receive you. Oh, great. Um, charisma. I definitely need to switch to that thing. and it's going to be like a plus three, probably, to seven. Okay. So, um, you see them startle a little bit, as if, like, oh, somebody's joining our conversation, we didn't even see them walking with us. And they kind of look at you quizzically, and you can tell that they're, like, kind of scoping you up a little bit. Um, And uh, one of them says, Hi, Charmhold. Yeah. Um... Well, I heard you saying that there's some sort of uh, performances going on there. Where exactly are you from? Oh, I uh, I move about through the world. Wherever it feels right. Right now, it sounds like Sharnholm might be my next destination. A carny, then, he says I, as he kind of looks at your clothes. Yeah, I'm a bit of a carny. Uh, I right. do what I can, do the work I can, tell some stories, and, you know, go where we're going. You, you see them kind of wrinkle their nose a little bit. Um, yeah. Uh, make it make an insight check. I have a feeling I know what they think. Uh, two plus something. Yeah. So you're not sure if it's your accent or your clothing or um, the fact that you're just talking to them out of the blue or you know what, but they seem to be quickening their pace a little bit, as if like you're interrupting kind of a yeah what should be a, an exciting vacation for them and. Um, uh, one of the, the other one that hasn't spoken to you yet says, "If you're interested in going to Sharnholm, you should uh, check out the docks. I'm sure there's a boat heading that way any day now. But we've got to get going." Appreciate your time, boys. Uh, thank you. For all right, all right. And they, before yes. you finish their sentence, there's all right. Their sentence, they head, yeah. head Boats are real nice around here. <laughs> I kind of just like kick the dirt. Nah. Take my hat off for a second and recover. Yeah. All right, this is a different world. Um, I'm gonna head. I'm gonna keep heading down the beach. Okay. Um, can I see buildings or anything? Yeah. Make a perception check. Okay. Anything in particular you're looking for? Just looking around, trying cool. to get an idea of where I'm at. Yeah. Sixteen. 
Yeah. Um, so walking down the beach from the uh, from the North Docks, uh, there is a, a pretty large wall between you and the city proper. Um, because you didn't pass through the gates uh, and you're walking down the beach, you can see definitely the roofs that um, that tower over the, the wall. Uh, and it looks like a pretty nice city. Like, okay. uh, multiple story buildings. You see, in particular, when you're closer up to the docks, you see um, what looks to be, like, one large temple. Okay. Um, yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm going to head into toward that temple. Okay. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, it takes you, you know, 20 minutes to kind of backtrack and, and head back towards the, uh, the docks where the gate uh, gatehouse is. Okay. Um, nobody stops you to ask you for identification or anything. It doesn't seem like um, there's a high security to this city. Okay. The walls seem to be there in case there ever was a military uh, presence that they needed to, you know, defend themselves from. Yeah. But it doesn't seem like the people here are concerned about uh, any sort of... Um, Invasion, and so you know there are guards that kind of lazily stand about at the gatehouse, but everybody's just kind of coming and going. The the general sense is, if you're here, you must be here for a reason, and you easily walk right into the city. Okay, I'm gonna try to be perceptive of people talking. I'm listening for opportunities. Sure, pretty much. That's yeah. my game plan. Make a perception. Uh, Nineteen. Okay. Any any opportunities in particular? What do you mean by that? Chances to practice performance. So, okay. storytelling workshops, okay. that kind of thing. Sure, sure. Yeah. With a 19, um, I'll say, yeah, you spend the better part of an hour kind of walking around the what you find out is the temple district. You've seen this one large temple from behind the, the um, walls, but now that you're standing next to it, you see that there's many more smaller temples and, and buildings that seem... Like places of worship, there's statues outside that that depict deities. Um, interestingly, probably none that you're familiar with. Um, these are uh, deities that, yeah, you you've never seen visages, visages of. Um, and so uh, you kind of walk around that area, and you do see some people kind of coming and going, and you gather from different conversations that the north. Um, northern area of the city um, which on that map is labeled as Northwalk um, is where there are lots of inns um, there are uh, it's where the it's kind of a residential district as well um, and then typically people will either if if they're here on vacation they'll kind of hang out there at night and there's a lot of entertainment that happens in that area and then migrate south to the south beaches which are kind of like what this for tourists what this island is known for um you also get like for every one conversation that you hear about uh tourism you hear five about trade and commercial and commerce all right i'm gonna head up to the north walk okay that area just passing through all the corporate bs cool and uh looking for in to hang out at. Sure. I'm probably going to start looking for people that are drinking too much and like I can join their group and yeah. okay. uh, party with them. I'll keep that 19 perception check. Okay. Um, another another hour or two goes by and you're getting into the midday heat the sun. Yeah. Right? And so um, a lot of people are kind of retreating into the inside or down to the beaches but you do 
here, you, you walk past um, one particular building that there seems to be a lot of like energy coming out of, uh, and you kind of peek inside, and sure enough, there's a there's a bar. Um, it looks to be an inn, uh, and uh, this particular inn is uh, called the uh, Seagull's Feather. Okay. Um, and yeah, it seems like a lively atmosphere. Cool. I'm going in there. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna go up to the bar, ask for a drink. Oh, sure. What can I get you? Uh, whatever your your cheapest drink is. Oh, all right. Well, we have all sorts of swills, so yeah, uh, I'll take that. Turns around and you see kind of like a couple of nice casks and then a couple of casks that look like like they've patched leaks in them multiple times and the the wood is kind of like getting like rotted and okay. <laughs> he taps one of those. That'll do perfect. <laughs> uh, makes me feel like home. <laughs> That'll be two bits. And he hands you a... Uh, I seem to have a little money. I don't have the money that he's asking for. Uh, you can check your inventory and see what you got. Probably not bits. <laughs> so, uh, do you ask him about that? Do you look quizzically at him? Um... You said bits. Sure, bits. Yeah. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I don't... I'm not from here. Can you where tell you, me where, where you're from that you haven't heard of bits? Well, I move around like I've been telling everybody I run into. Um, I've been on the docks and on the boats for a long time. I I used to live without money at all. and You know, I'm just trying to get into this world. I'm trying to understand it, man. Are you being honest? Uh, would I have had bits at the Empire? You would not have had bits, no. You don't know what bits are. Yeah, th- then I guess I'm being honest. Yeah, make a persuasion check. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a nine. Okay. Yeah, it's a nine. Okay. He, he um, eyes you suspiciously. Yeah. And kind of, you know, looks around the bar, um... A copper. A bit is a copper. Oh, oh my goodness gracious. I, I've heard that before. Uh-huh. I knew that. Uh-huh. Yes, of course. All right, I got to I gotta go over, and uh, he takes your money and kind of leaves you. Yeah, there. sorry, <laughs> sir. Uh, appreciate you. I, I feel like a, a little guy in a big yeah, for sure. world right now. Like, oh, my gosh, this is a lot. We got to keep moving. Uh, I'm going to take, take a drink, look around. Uh, pull my hat down. I'm kind of keeping a low profile. All right. Um, pretty much looking for people that just look like they're trying to have fun. Like, sure. they're here, tourists. Yeah. You know, somebody somebody that looks weak, honestly. Like, yeah. weak and drunk. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm going to roll for this instead of making you roll. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, another half hour goes by or so and um you see uh what you have to assume is a sailor based on uh, a sailor or a fisherman based on the like the stench of salt air that comes in with him and kind of the tattered clothing he's got um like a really tanned almost like raw from like being like leathery tan for his entire life neck and skin um and he goes straight to the drink or to, to the bar and the the bartender seems to know him uh you know they, they have a little exchange make a perception check uh 
it's 24. Okay, uh, you gather that he's a regular, though, like, not a resident. He, it seems like this is his home port, and whenever he's here, he comes straight here, gets a drink, and you can see that the bartender is lining up multiple drinks, because he's going to go hard. I'm talking to him. Yeah. Um, you look like you've had a long day. <sighs> oh, you could say that, yeah. Yeah, what's, what you been up to today? Uh, just, just got into port, uh, uh, 30, 30, 45 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, just, ugh, ready to blow off some steam. For sure. Get my meaning. Yeah, um, you ever looking for a hand or anything? I mean, you look like a guy that could use a hand. Well, I'm not the decision-making type. Right. You can talk to my captain. Okay. Uh, how, do, how does that happen? Oh, well, uh, uh, you looking to get a job on a boat, or... Uh, Potentially, just looking for opportunities right now. Anywhere but, uh, in particular you looking to go? You know, I heard maybe Sharnholm. <laughs> you heard of that place? <laughs> sure have. That's, uh, that's where the... Uh, this is Graham the DM and not the <laughs> yeah, NPC yeah. you're talking about, or you're talking to uh, yeah, the, the Don Weaver, uh, ship I'm crew off, uh, they're heading on. A uh, little light, most of us are staying put here. We'll make the quick jaunt over to Sharnholm and back here, and yeah. we'll head on our way. Well, if y'all need a hand, I'd, I'd love to get a ride over there, potentially. Well, I mean, I don't want to commit here. Like I said, I'm not the decision for sure, maker. For sure, for sure. But, uh, you know, you keep your eye out for... Um, Again, uh, sorry, words. The Don. Yep. The, the Don. Boat. It's the Don. The Don Weaver is the name of the boat. Sorry, I'm looking for one other thing here. Okay. <clears throat> yep. Uh, Captain Yusuf. Uh, he's. I'm gonna be around on the docks uh, most of the afternoon. Um, usually, we have a few uh, few folks that have come here, uh, you know, to seek pleasure, and they're trying to get back to the Eastern Continent. So, uh, a lot of people pay their way on the Don Weaver, not uncommon. And uh, well, seeing as he's short-staffed, you know, if he can offer something of value, he might uh, might. Might be in the market for it. Yeah. Well, I've been working on boats for about 15 years. Is that right? Yeah, that is, that is right. Make a deception champ. <laughs> uh, 15. Wow, you know, now that you say that, I can see some uh, some strong hands there. Right. Uh, pretty useful. Yep. Um, did you say Yusuf? Yusuf. Captain Yusuf. Yeah, I can... Uh, you know what, I'll, I'll put in a word for you. Uh, it never hurts to have a shipwright on board, just in case. Uh, I'll, I'll let them know that uh, you're coming along. You know what, um, maybe you should maybe you should go down to the docks yourself. And, yeah. Uh, I'll go with you and introduce you. You know, my Paul's name's Yusuf. Is that right? That's right. Well. Uh, reminds me of home. It's a small world. It's a small world here. Smaller than I'm used to. Is that right? 
You well, city boy. Well, I'm not a city boy, but I got big dreams. Oh. I've uh, I've been around the world a little bit, seen some things. Is that right? Yes, it is. I mean... <laughs> and you can tell that with your one great perception check, <laughs> or, or deception check... Yeah. You have his rapt attention. Cool. How long do you want to... I just go on telling <laughs> stories about travels and how this one time we saw this big monster jump out of the water, all this stuff. Yeah. yeah. You get He gets three drinks in while you're telling him yeah. stories. And at the end of it, he, uh, he looks at the bartender and says, I'll be back a little later. And he throws his arm around you. Let's head down. I need to, I need to introduce you to Yusuf. Yeah. I've been drinking very little. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. And uh, we will pause there. Cool. If you don't mind sending down Ashley. Yes. Oh, <laughs> also, my accent might fluctuate. <laughs> so will mine. 